Christmas shame watch. God damn it. Welcome to Shame Watch. And guilt free welcome in those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Películas. Each week, we look at a movie that either we or a guest love, but society shames them for. We beat in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping the public at bay while watching these movies like the miracles that they are. En el teatro. Today, we're going on a big adventure with some not so little adventures. <laughs> As we discuss Stuart Little 2, the one where he almost falls in love. Going on a big adventure with some not-so-little adventurers? Yeah. But they are little adventurers. That's and right. They and have, they have big dreams. Yeah, they got big dreams. Today we're covering Fievel Goes West. <laughs> <laughs> I'm James. To my right is. I'm Kenny. Across from him is. I'm Fievel. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm Aaron. And across from me is... Olivia Slappin Suarez. Hey. Yay! So we covered Stuart Little too. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> yeah, we decided to indulge. Can you guess who's who's pick this was? I think it was Kenny. Yeah, That's Kenny right. really loves this movie. I'm a big little head. Olivia, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you this might have been on your list for a long time. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Amazing. Just it, so when did you first encounter Stuart Little too, Olivia? See, the movie came out in 2002. Yeah. yeah. So it was about... It was a post-Y2K release. A very post-Y2K. Hey, mm-hmm. post-Y2K. Very scary. I feel weird ever since the Paul episode about joking about that. About Y2K? Yeah. I don't... Why? It's scary. Anyway, go ahead. What? Hold on. Why is it scary? Computers. James, you're going to have to say so much more than that. You can't just say <laughs> no, computers. No, I think that's enough. No, I think Aaron, Aaron gets it. What? What? Computers, man, lasers, and yeah. metal. It's, it's and all then firing things because they're zeros. You know what? They're what does have computers? Stuart Little. Stuart too. Little didn't have a single computer, <laughs> but he did have a PlayStation Two. He well, they the Stuart thick one didn't. with two C's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's true. The thick one, the <laughs> original one that cost a lot of money. Yeah. That that what. That, that was a lot of money. Yeah, was like, I, I I got the the slim one, but it was because Santa. Same. Yeah, oh, Santa. Santa brought it. I bought it with my own money. Hey, yeah, it was the it first was. thing I bought with my own money. Man, mine was a, a good first purchase, right? Mine was right. a Toby Keith CD. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you? What? First Toby ever, Keith. That was the first thing I ever bought with any kind of my own money. Well, they're talking about PS twos. What do you have to talk about a Toby Keith <laughs> CD? <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't a saver. As soon as I got money, I was spending it. Yeah, no, I grew up in a poor family, too. I'm not rich like these people having PS2s. Hey, it was Santa. You know what what my last console was? A Super Nintendo. Nice. And I liked it. No, you told me you you played Matrix on PS2. That's true, you did. You told us that. No, I had it on PC. Oh, okay. The first big thing I bought was, um, remember the iPod Nano, like in different colors? Oh, the square one? Yeah, it was lime green. Yeah. That was like the oh. first big thing I bought, but if I think before that I bought my own like brat stalls, the ones oh, where like you pop nice. off the feet. Yeah, brat stalls were scary. Yeah, they were. They scary. were the ones with the big eyes, right? Yeah. So basically, yeah. like what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Oh that, god, that was scary. For listeners, um, I'm like, you know, no, doing the whole bush baby look. <laughs> take a picture. What's, what's take, up? Take, what's take up? Take a picture. I think the first big thing I bought was, was big? Um, the it movie was big. It was kind of little. 
It was a collector's version of Big. It was for your car. It came that, with the Zoltan machine. That you can have an electric outlet plug-in. What? What was yeah. it? What? It was, it was expensive at the you time. You bought a Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> it was, I've been saving for a lot of years now. And that last nickel, time to go to the <laughs> Tesla store. You know who doesn't have a Tesla but has a sweet ride? Elon Musk, oddly enough. <laughs> Stuart Little has. Hey, good segue. Yes. In fact, um, he's got two little rides, a car and, and a, a plane, plane. Yes. because we're covering Stuart Lil 2, the one where he almost falls in love. Oh, I got to answer your question, James, yeah. what you said earlier. So I think I was about eight or nine when this movie came out, mm-hmm. and I remember, I think I saw this in theaters with my mom and or my grandma, and um, it was just one of those films, like, it would always be on, like, HBO Family, yeah. I guess, when I was at the house. It's and, on brand. Yes. Yeah. And I just... I love it so much, guys. I'm so glad we're talking about this movie. So it's movie. just ingrained in your blood at yes. this point. Okay, that's fair. I mean, at the end of this film, you start... Were you actually crying at the no, end of this No, You were no, close. But I was, I was like, I, if, if I had teared up, it wouldn't have been a surprise. It would have been very on brand. Yeah. You, yeah, you yeah. seem yeah. to be genuinely affected by the end of this film. You I also just, kept so saying sweet. that uh, Snowbell's a mood and how you're Snowbell. I, yes, yes. Snowbell, not only does he have uh, green eyes like me, but he's just very like sassy and high maintenance and he owns it. But <laughs> honest about the situations that he's in. Like he's yeah. in shitty situations. He's a cat. I don't yeah. know. Sometimes I've found myself in shitty situations. Yeah, and you, you, you got to be honest in those situations. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. uh, Hot Girl Summer? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, at the Summer. sound effect. Thank you. Exactly. There wasn't a sound effect. Yeah, we reviewed all the hot girl movies. Hot girl, uh, hot too girl hot, too girl, hot girl, Tokyo Drift, hot and girl, <laughs> Magic Mike XXL, hot girl. five, <laughs> hot and girl six, girl seven, <laughs> the, rise the, of Sky- the rise of Skywalker, <laughs> <laughs> the fate of the hot girls, and finally uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was. Uh, I'd seen Stuart Little. I've never seen seen any of them. I ninety nine was Stuart Little, and then Stuart Little two. Oh my god! I yeah, guess what, was it pushed back for nine eleven? Maybe was there what World Trade Center? No, there in, wasn't in the filming. Well, according I, for the listeners, only didn't see this, but I genuinely took off James's <laughs> classes while delivering a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, according to the IMDb trivia, uh, they digitally removed the Twin Towers. So they got Spider-Man? They did get Spider-Man. You are correct. Wait, oh, hold wow. on. Hold on. Did they digitally remove the Twin Towers and Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, James, I'm so excited. There's so much film history that you don't no, know. No, I know because they pulled that one trailer because he spins a web between them. Yeah. I know they put, yeah. pulled that down. Yeah. Did they but digitally they, remove everything? They removed they it for a trailer, to, yeah. yeah. Well, they just pulled that trailer, and then they would have any anything that was shooting in New York around that time would have to digitally remove the Twin Towers. Oof! I think they did that with episodes of Friends as well. And Lilo and Stitch had some references that had to be removed. What? Yeah. Well, uh, Stitch originally didn't come from an alien planet; it just came from Al Qaeda. <laughs> Jesus! What? It's film history. You can read it's about in, it in Disney. Oh my War. god! It's, <laughs> Kenny. Kenny is in a mood today. He's a, being a real snowbell. <laughs> <laughs> and snowbell is played by the incomparable, <laughs> amazing, stupendous, Timon like. 
We'll take it. <laughs> Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane's Which, perfect as Snowbell. <laughs> he's just perfect. 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 Thank you for catching that. He's a jellicle cat, but he, yeah, this is clearly a prequel to Cats. Um, but it just Nathan's so great. Nathan, we're on a first name basis. Uh, uh, the Nate Man, where he's just so wonderful and talented. Uh, Mr. Mouse Hunt himself. I'm a little apprehensive about Adam's family on Broadway. What? Wait, yeah, he plays Gomez. He plays Gomez Adams, and I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, Let's unpack that. There's one. Gomez Adams. There's one. Name is Raul Julia. Yeah. And they're doing a documentary on him, and I'm very excited. Cool. Yeah, I love Raul Julia. I know very little about Raul Julia. Uh, he's Puerto Rican descent. Um, he uh, played M. Bison. It's like really good. Oh. Yeah. Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines of all time from uh, from Street Fighter, of any movie, actually, is when he's just like... This uh, is your number one favorite quote. Number oh, one. Hold on. Might be. Here we go. No, number, number one. one. Here not, we go. Hold Aaron on. Salinas. Save it. It's not. Hold okay. on. Olivia's pulling up her video camera. No, I'm playing with my tank top. It's literally. <laughs> no, <laughs> keep playing with it. I snapped keep a playing. photo. Send it out. That's part of the Instagram now. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Send it out. That, that's, <laughs> yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon uh, and you'll get to see this great photo. <laughs> Here we know. go. It's not number one, though. Here we go. This is guaranteed number one. Aaron's favorite line in any movie ever made. Of all of film history. It's this very underwhelming. Top. It's very underwhelming, but okay. It was a Tuesday. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, isn't that after the other person's like, you killed my family? Yeah, she was like, you burned my village and this and that. She was like, the day that M. Bison tore through your village. Was the day you will never forget. But for M. Bison, it was a Tuesday. And he just turns around like a badass. I mean, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Like, it's a cool cool line. It's a terrible thing. But it's a cool line. How does that, Olivia, how does that line stack up to Stuart Little, too? I don't know. I think there were some really good, memorable quotes. Such as? It's not fair. It's Street Fighter, too. (laughs) I mean, silver lining. Yeah. Uh, yes. The dad, played by Hugh Laurie, was reminding Stuart that, you know, in bad situations, there's always something positive to look for. Yeah. But it also had another slap of a quote. Um, yeah. Uh, let's tiny go. Tiny little vandals. Oh, <laughs> that was just a perfect joke. Yeah, that was just a good joke. Like, good that line. Was, that was like quality. Kenny's favorite part of the movie, probably. It also presupposes this entire universe that we never see, which are uh, tiny little banditos. <laughs> that are going around and stripping tiny cars and leaving tiny graffiti and tagging. It's yeah, it's cute. And the the yeah, the tires were taken the off. The little cinder blocks. There was yeah, little was, cinder blocks yeah. on top of. So oh there's tiny gosh. cinder blocks, which means there's this tiny infrastructure, which means that there must be this entire tiny neighborhoods. Well, there which, had to be a tiny infrastructure because uh, Falcon won the ring, won the mom's ring, and yeah, won money. I mean, yeah. What is the motivation to steal tiny things or shiny things? For a falcon. Are you uh, saying there's a Lilverse? <gasps> yeah. We need to explore this. There's a Lilverse. As opposed to the magical realism of buying that just but one mouse happens to have sentience. No. But Snowbell can talk and so can Margolo and Falcon. Yeah, but no one in the family can understand Snowbell. Which doesn't make any sense. Why can't they understand Snowbell? They don't speak cat. They just speak mouse and bird. <sighs> yeah. Of uh, course. Yeah, they can understand Margolo. Don't know if they can understand Falcon, because Falcon and family never have a conversation. Yeah, that's the... But they need to do some writing exercises so those characters can talk. 
Does Stuart have a conversation with Snowbell? Like a yes. proper back and a forth? A lot. Yeah, whenever yeah. he's like, well, all the, we gotta, that's we gotta go. That's the whole third act. Okay, but, so Stuart can understand Snowbell, but it doesn't seem like the family can understand Snowbell. I, that's my but whole But the family dilemma. can understand Stuart. Yes. Yeah, I never, I never got that either. I they just, don't speak cat. Maybe Stuart is bilingual? Trilingual because he speaks a bird. bird. See. Oh, but also he speaks English. See. Yeah. So he's quadrilingual? Because he speaks also mouse. Multilingual. See. And I just want to mention, his eyes should be red, which would honestly make this movie terrifying. I want to bring Why that up again. Why should his eyes be red? Because what he's a mouse. What kind of statement are you trying to say he's a mouse. about mice? All white mice have red eyes. Oh. I don't think I'm going to bring up any kind of frustration. All white mice? Had, All I, white mice? <laughs> yeah. What is that supposed to mean, Aaron? You people? So just wow. to break the tension, I did have a dwarf hamster once, and he had red eyes, and we named him, we nicknamed him Andy Dufresne because he got out of the cage. <laughs> That, he was gray though. He wasn't white, but he he, he had red eyes. That, that's a good name. My that's, dad came up with it. Oh. That's a good it's name. because he was he was the child of my hamster Gatsby, who was actually a woman, oh. and then her brother Fuzzy. Yeah, it's just, I'm not okay. So you have very high brow names: Andy Dufresne, Gatsby, Gatsby, Gatsby Yo Fuzzy, Fuzzy. <laughs> and then and then my my other sister's dwarf hamster was Gumball, and then uh, her daughter was Gumbelina. Naturally, yeah. As opposed to me, who had a three-legged cat named James Joyce, very highbrow. <laughs> Love it. Super. That's. Well, I believe true. that was that's in 1888 when you were a wee lad of 16. That's true. I just been 16. <laughs> My mom insisted on very, very long, thorough names for the dogs. So uh, Violet, my the first dog was Violet Marie Ducky Dakota Salinas, and then Spencer was uh, Spencer Maximus Dubois. Of the House of Dubois? Du- yeah, we're Mexican. I don't know where Dubois came from. <laughs> uh, Dubois of the House of Dubois, Salinas. And uh, asked if the vets would put that in for the records, and they genuinely put each individual oh. name. Oh, my oh, gosh. That's, nice. that's legit. Yep, my, it was a good time. All my cats had, their middle names were Pokemon names. <laughs> so we had Hetfield Pikachu fight. Hetfield? Hep, uh, yeah, after the guitar Lead singer, guitarist from Metallica, oh, James I'm, Hetfield. I'm familiar. That's a good sure. name. Yeah. And then there was a uh, Ted Geodude fight. Ted? Yep. From uh, Ted Mosby. From, oh. Nope. Oh, I'm he's not. the worst guy in that show. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, no, All right. That was an attack at James' fight. Uh, no, that's I'm fine. sorry. James. Hold James, on. James, Wait, Ted Ooh. Mosby? Hold on. Hold on. Your favorite character from How I Met Your Mother. I didn't say favorite. I said that. I, no one gave me time to explain, but that's who I am. Yeah, because I like to jump to conclusions. Oh, sorry. I just assumed he was your favorite. That's my fault. No, yeah, that's because just who you, I am. Because you took an assault on Ted Mosby as a personal affront to you, James. Because I am Ted Mosby. That's not good, but... Didn't say I was good. All mice have red eyes. <laughs> also, the final cat was Mia Jigglypuff fight. Mia? Mia Ham. Yes, dude. She was she was my favorite growing up because I used to play soccer. Dude, she was like all the rage. Now I think about it, like in early two thousand, like Sports Illustrated for kids guaranteed me a ham article on everyone. Yeah, she was like, great. Amazing. Yeah. The women's team should the me me is the women's team should get paid more than the men. They have oh, won yeah. so many World Cups. U.S. women's team, come on the pod. Yes, we'd please. love to have you. Oh, oh, oh! My friend knows Alex Morgan because she played soccer with her. Growing up. Amazing. Sorry. Wait, doesn't Stuart Little play soccer? Yeah. That's Thank you, because, because they're got and I quote, play like Brazilians. <gasps> I I wasn't here when, when they said that, but 
It's a little racist. It's a little racist. It's a little more racist. It's a little racist. Okay, we can argue like Brazil has like the most World Cups, right? Like, if I'm not mistaken, they do. I, I just don't know. They're, they're up there. Well, there's no way for it to find out. But No, there is no way. But it's up there. But even then, not okay. I no. Mean, <laughs> it wasn't, didn't you say there was also a mouse testicle joke? Yeah, yeah. He says he needs to wear a cup. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And See, I was like, that definitely, yeah. like, went over my head when I saw this as an oh. eight-year-old. Yeah. Eight-year-old. Well, yeah. Well, speaking of going over your head, not everyone necessarily has the exact same appreciation for Stuart Little too. I always forget as this. you do. That's a great question. <laughs> How do you? We've had the same format since May. Earlier than that, right? Yeah, earlier than that, I think. Nah, no. The reviews are uh, invention circa oh, May or yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for people that might be starting brand new with the podcast with sorry talk about Stuart little too one of the things that we like to add uh for all of the shame watches that come across our desk is a little bit of context as to why someone might feel a little bit of shame about these films so i pull a review and i read it to our esteemed panelists uh olivia being one of those panelists today uh any review cleverly titled Stuart little too by rich klein of shadows on the wall (coughs) why does that name sound familiar uh, because it kind of sounds like Ernie Klein, who's a resident of Austin. Oh, Where's yes. Austin? Ready, yeah. Ready Player One. We're in yeah. Austin. We we live in Austin. I thought we were in Bowling Green, Ohio. No, come on. Damn it. Come on. Oh, my gosh. What if Stuart Little 4 took place in Austin? Because Stuart Little already dressed like a, hip, uh, a hipster. That's true. He, did. he, he just needed the black gra- glasses. Opens yes. a brewery. Oh, yeah. What if he was like 25 Tatted. and had like a goatee? <laughs> A man bun. Yeah. Or a oh, mouse bun. Yeah, a mouse, mouse bun. bun. Little mouse yeah. bun. That'd be cute. And he's feeling disillusioned because his parents gave him too much praise because they were like, you can do anything because you're, you're uh, big as a state of mind. Ooh. Meanwhile, all he's capable for is going down a drain. Well, that's uh, <laughs> another attack hat. at James' fight, but that's fine. What, you, what? How is that an attack at you? You don't have red eyes, James. It's yeah. Fine. I know. I want them. I've always Whoa, worn red eyes. eyes. just turned red. <laughs> Hit us with that review, Kenny. In a review titled Stuart Little 2 by Rich Klein of Shadows on the Wall, they had three years to make this sequel to the original, which was a surprising critical and box office success in 1999. So why does this film feel so rushed? Uh, For the listener at home, both James and Aaron have their faces in their hands. Just I was rubbing my eyes because my eyes are Meanwhile, trying. I'm smiling really big. Yes. <laughs> I really love this movie. Uh, it picks up with the little family in Manhattan. Greatest city in the world. That's Only not, now... Is that in there? No. That's, that's you? That's an editor's note. Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, Only now Stuart, played by Michael J. Fox, is feeling lonely and left out. His overprotector mother... Uh, overprotective mother, played by uh, Gina Davis. Thank you, Aaron. Doesn't want him to play soccer with his friends, and after one match, you can see why his big brother, Jonathan Lipnicki, plays George. That's right. Has other friends now. His fluffy cat, Snowbell, uh, Nathan Lane, is as grouchy as ever. Nice. And his overly nice dad, Hugh Laurie, Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. keeps telling him to look for the silver lining. So Stuart befriends the injured Margolo. Melanie Griffith. That one. A mouse-sized bird being chased by an evil falcon. James, James Woods. Woods. Don't don't be excited about saying James, James Woods. James, James Woods. Woods. No, that's not. I, I got you, Kenny. James Woods. Thank you. James Who Woods. Who is, in fact, using her to rub from the little family. Lil. All of them. Can Stuart rescue Margot and teach the mean old falcon a lesson? No. Silly question. Compared to the first film, it's like the filmmakers are working in their sleep. Good place you on, Aaron. <laughs> 
<laughs> Part two lacks any real spark. The acting and direction seem only about halfway there, with no real conviction at all. And the script shows only glimpses of originality, pasting together family movie cliches and hitting the mark with only about one joke out of four. Even the action sequences seem contrived and derivative in a way the first film never was. Most of the laughs come from Lane's wacky vocal gymnastics as the increasingly miffed Snowbell, the only character with attitude. But if this is going to become a franchise, the next chapter will need to be much more creative than this one. Wow. Well, they made a Stuart Lou 3. Yeah, but I... I never saw that one either. I think just 2 was so... It was just too good. <laughs> it was just, it's I, in the I name. Just, I just was afraid that the third one would top that. Yeah, that's fair. You went, this is a perfect duology. How can they possibly top that? It's like The Godfather. One and two are amazing. Yeah, and then they everybody just don't forgets They never got around to the third one. That's, That's what Stuart Little is. Thing, yeah. I think Francis Ford Coppola went, yeah, they never, they're That's never going to make a third one. That's do what you, Francis Ford Coppola said. That's my Stuart Little too. Do you, I'm done. Do you yeah. want to write Stuart Little 4 with me? No. All right. Stuart Little 4 in Austin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Stuart Little 4 in Bowling Green, Ohio? Both. Where he's completely disillusioned by the fact that his parents said that he could just be big, but the journey is that he just needs to Kenny, be... Kenny, why do you still keep the, attacking me? I'm, I'm not, from Bowling Green. That's not... What? I'm a mouse from Bowling Green, Ohio. No, you're not. You're much bigger than a mouse. Little if anything, high, I describe ho. you as a rat. Little hey, little... I forgot already. <laughs> little hey, little ho. <laughs> little little hey, high, little, little hole. Little hey, little bowling green. Ohio. Hey! <laughs> nice. <laughs> four stars, four stars. Amazing. Oh, thank you. Out of a six-star system, oddly enough. This is 10 stars. This is a 10 star film. Ooh, wow. <laughs> so what I'm curious about, uh-huh. Uh, for the listener at home, Aaron just brought his finger, the tips of his fingers together, <laughs> mop style. Um, there's kind of a lot of star power in this. Yeah. There's a lot of star power. Michael I mean, J. Fox? okay, what was Hugh Laurie doing at the time? Nothing. Not, uh, I think he was in that transitional period between a bit of Fry and Laurie and then locking house. So he wasn't really anything at all. Gina Davis was still being the best human on earth. That's unfortunately not true. Uh, Gina Davis's career was kind of in the toilet because she'd done Cutthroat Island, which had kind of sunk her career along with her then husband, Randy Harlan. And she was just kind of doing movies because she needs to be an actor. But... She was in a league of their own. No, I, I get so, that. So, which means she's done. Like, she's conquered it all. <laughs> Hollywood came to her door and went, hey, you did it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonathan Lipnicki. He's, is he honestly the, he's, is know. he the hot ticket? I mean, he's not really a hot ticket at this point because his hot ticket was Jerry Maguire. Yes. And then no one really figured out what to do with Lipnicki. <laughs> Because uh, he was like 37 in that movie, right? Yeah, definitely. He's, but still, Lil, for sure. Yeah. Here, I'm gonna. I'm trying to pull up a photo for James so he can see just how jacked he is. Now. He's ripped. He's swole. He's he's. Does I mean I have to put on my glasses? They should call him yeah. Jonathan oh. Ripnicky. Hey, hold on. Let me pull my glasses. Oh my god! What the? F- what? He, he might have gotten shorter. I bet his human head definitely weighs more than eight pounds. <laughs> What? Yeah. You gotta watch Jerry Maguire, buddy. It's yeah. a joke from Jerry Maguire. He um Is that the one where I have to say I you had me at hello? Yeah, that, that one, one and you complete me. You yeah. complete Yeah. This sounds bad. I mean it's it is. Great. It, but it's amazing. Jerry Maguire time. is genuinely a great movie. Am I gonna cry? Yeah. Crap. Knowing you, yes. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Do you not like Jerry Maguire? Like no, that? I love that movie. Sweet. <laughs> um Aaron, do you like Jerry Maguire? Yeah. Sweet. Hey, James, do you... I don't uh, know. Michael J. Fox. Nathan Lane 
is great. He's he's always, but he's always yeah. Nathan Lane's kind of he's at the, the character same actor part. Yeah, 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 and he plays it great. Oh, and then oh, yeah. Steve Zahn is Monty. That's Steve yeah. Zahn's the same. Yeah, yeah, uh, like the times. character, the, the the voice acting work in here is good. It's all notable people that you get excited to hear about, and also James Woods. I got James excited Woods. still. I still uh, like well, he's Hades. We were all naive. Okay, well, Woods was great back in 2002. We were all like, yeah. oh, Woods all the way. I'm going deep into those woods. And then he's going the distance. Hey, hey. Nice. He went from zero to hero. I guess hero to zero. zero. Just like that. But but he's essentially he's <laughs> essentially Hades truth. in this movie, if you think yeah. about it. Oh yeah, What's absolutely. That? That he had the kind same of, reveal. Kind of Hades in real life. Well, yeah, that's okay. That, but that's <laughs> a, that's a discussion for another time because, of course, we're talking about the movie. But yeah, so it, this. It, uh huh. Yes, budget, Mr. Prospector. I'm trying, to out why, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why they spent 120 million on. What, Wait, what? The budget of this film 120 million. Yes. What? That's why I said. This is a huge budget. Was it all the CGI? How much money did this movie make? Because I, I don't. I remember the first Stuart Little performing fine. How did Stuart Little two perform? It made one seventy. Really? What? In a, and a wide? Button. Yeah. That's not. It's not a ton. That's, that's not, more than I thought. Well, but that's and then, like, you have to just yeah, you have to adjust it for inflation. Yeah. Too. And then you also have to take into account how much money they probably put into marketing as well, because just production costs alone are probably just one hundred twenty. And they don't take marketing stuff into account. Uh, so they might have just barely broken even, which is probably why they downgraded to Stuart Little 3 being an animated film, because there was still milk to be sucked from that teat. Was Stuart Little a McDonald's toy? I feel like he was. Right? Yeah, I, I, I feel, feel like, like he was, was. but I feel yeah. like it would gross out parents. What? Uh, I mean, they did that oh, for Ratatouille. That's true. And that was, but there was a big concern for that, too. McDonald's yeah. was like, we don't know if we want like a rat toy in your kid's food like that's weird like yeah like that was a general concern but yeah you don't want parents sucking on the teat of mcdonald's to get ratatouille <laughs> yeah merchandise but Stuart is so cute in this movie he is cute and he doesn't like there's nothing gross about Stuart. yeah he's really he's... sucking on the teat of being jesus really cute. what oh God. it's a common thing that people say all the time <laughs> can we talk about marglo Yes. She was so sweet. I liked I was kept saying I liked her little pilot cap. Oh, and so, she had yeah. a little ascot too. Mm-hmm. She got the chubbiest little cheeks though. Yeah. She got cute little chubby cheeks and she cute. Uh the hat it gets weird when the hat comes off though. Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. Yeah. And the ascot. Yeah. 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 Say- Would you, what, does Margalo have a five head? No, the exact <laughs> she, opposite. She got a no head. She got no head. Like it just like it's just the cap is her head. Is her remaining oh, part of her skull? You know, skull. I didn't. I didn't see that part because I wasn't here. Yeah, yet. I think yeah. Just, it so was just before you came in. Her face is with the helmet is like an inverted triangle because she got them chubby cheeks though. Yeah, Aaron. I mean this in the best possible way. She got them Aaron cheeks. Yeah, though. I got some cute. Because you got the cute. Little, I got teacher got pinchable che- cheeks. You got cute little cheeks though. You know. One second. Do you look like Ruafo from Star Trek Insurrection? <laughs> face. You'll yeah. get it whenever we watch the Star Trek movies. Gotcha. <laughs> when is that going to be? Tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're going to watch all 13 Star Trek movies tomorrow. <laughs> Finally. We're starting at midnight. But anyway, Margot is super cute, and she has big dreams of flying south for the winter. But she's kind of bad. We we can't shine. She's, she's cute. We can't shine yeah. out that well, she's kind of bad. She uses that cuteness. 
to yeah. pull cons. I mean, I kind of do that too, but that's another story. Wait, it's what? Necessary. It's not necessary. Olivia, are you pulling a con on us? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about with y'all. I'm talking about like... Olivia's conning no, us. No, no, I'm talking about when I'm trying to get free drinks from guys and I'm not interested in them, but I want the free oh, drinks. Girl, Olivia. Same. Girl, same. I mean, yeah. if I could, I would. Like, you can't. So, Aaron, this is you as a Pokemon. <gasps> oh my gosh, that totally is. Oh my god! Wait, I need to take a picture for the social media. Side by side. One. I need the amazing. Wait, one more. Cool. He got some booty though. I don't got that much cake. It, I Not yet, baby. Mm-mm. I don't we'll have that much it. ass. But th- yo, that what's his name? Uh, Salinamon. <laughs> uh, no, that would be Digimon on. naming rules. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Kenny. I'm sorry. Uh. But anyway, Margalo is a green little dot? bad. I don't know how to say it, man. Hold. Greedent? Yeah, Greedent. Greedent. It's yeah. like rodent, but green. Yeah, it's cute. He cute. Well, he he's cute. He got them. He got them chubby cheeks. Anyway, that's you. It's a cute. It's a cute. He got a lot of cake, though. He, he got. That's a lot of cake. Cake, cake, cake. That's a lot of cake. Oh, that's what that means. What? Yeah, cake means booty. The song. Yeah. Cake, cake, cake. It means a lot of booty. Lot of I had no idea. A lot of butt. Olivia, I don't have butt. Why do you love this movie so much? I just I, I just love how sweet it is. I mean, everybody like is so encouraging in this movie. Most of the characters, because I know Falcon's a bad guy. Um, but <laughs> like first, the dad, again, is encouraging Stuart, you know, silver lining. And then Margot just has big dreams. And at first she's scared. She's like all of us, you know, who have big dreams. You know, she doesn't think she's capable. She sucks at first. And then she's able to accomplish those dreams. And then Stuart, you've got Stuart who believes the best in everybody. And I know that that sometimes has like negative, you know, drawbacks, of course. Um, but I feel like, you know, we can kind of relate to that too. It's just really cute. It's really heartwarming. And I, everybody just looks so sweet. Like I would be friends with the little family and I'd want to, you know, like have dinner at their swanky crib. You, you would con them. No, I'm not talking about them. I'm, t- I'm only conning. You would buy drinks from Jonathan Lipnicki. Wow. Wow. I mean, they're, they're I'd, I'd buy Gina Davis's, I'd buy Gina Davis's drink. And even if she was just like, okay, well I'm leaving now. I'd be like, cool. You talk to me. She's, You'd get into a leak of her bone. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh. Doing a finger gun. That was good. That was good. That was good. Ain't my fault, girl. Blame it on the truth. (laughs) Olivia, is this how you expected the podcast to go? You know, no, but it's... On brand. On On brand. brand. (laughs) It's on brand. So what was y'all's favorite parts of the movie? Um, Oh, the... Stuart Little 2. The joke. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> tiny little vandals. Yeah, tiny little vandals. Well, Hands I mean, down. it is a sweet movie. It is a very much, you can tell this will be on HBO. Fan. It probably still is. Probably it, still it, is. And you know what? You bet your ass I'm going to watch it if it's on. <laughs> I mean, it's on Netflix. Stuart Little is on Netflix as well. I believe Stuart Little 3 was as well. Um, <laughs> this is not an ad. Yeah, it's uh, Netflix sponsors. But um, not Netflix is such a great service. It's only twelve ninety nine per month. Hashtag SpawnCon. And you can get... All your favorite shows and like streaming services. Woody the Woodpecker, Stuart Little 2. The B movie. The B movie. Which I saw last House night. of Cards. Weinstein Company presents. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where you're going. Um, but I'm trying, I will say, visually it looked wonderful too. 
The color palette. The was color so palette warm. was so lot of yellows and reds. God damn it! The color palette is exactly what it makes you feel. It's supposed to make you feel yeah. warm and fuzzy. It's like they did that on purpose. Yeah, but like it's just it's it's, a it's like his art direction. It's, it's too. It's like someone got paid to do that. It's too on the nose. What? It, I, it's it's a kids movie, but it's just too. I mean, this movie is completely on the nose with everything. That's it, its brand. It's a spoonful of sugar. No, yeah, this it helps the medicine. It is, it is, it's a cup of sweetness. And I agree. Maybe just because I'm a grumpy, you know, quarter life crisis having guy, I'm just like, ah, oh, it's just too sweet. Well, That's Aaron, why I on? loved it. <laughs> You're in a quarter life crisis. I think I might be. Yeah. Aaron, what's yeah. going on, bud? Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk. We about stand it. therapy and vulnerability, we which really? I did yes, say did. while watching this movie. Yeah, we stand yeah, vulnerability because all, Kenny was almost crying. Just, you know, yeah, we all cried for ten minutes. Yeah, just 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 staring at my debt. And, oh, and just like realizing you have to come up with that, and there's no, and I'm running out of forbearance with the student loans, and um, just you want a hug? yeah, no, I'm fine. It's okay. just, it's just you want some cash? Just, yeah, I just want to pay off these loans, and then I'm selling feet pics. Maybe I'm just kidding. No, but are you though? <laughs> I've always joked about it, but if someone wanted, I'll I'll send them. It's like it's a Patreon goal. Yeah, I mean, I got decent feet. I got decent feet. They look. You got gorgeous feet. They're, anyone they're would be, anyone would be so gifted to pay you money, and they get pictures of your feet. Are you asking? Speaking for me? of uh, <laughs> uh, feet pick, if you give us ten dollars a month, we'll send you pictures of Aaron's feet. And I'm a little upset that nobody has opted for the ten dollar month. Yeah, I wonder why. It's a good level. It's the best level. You get. We're talking about feet pics to this song. Yeah. <laughs> the angel. And it's just the thing that's been holding you back is dignity. <laughs> when you lose it, yeah. you start winning, baby. Yeah. That's, that's what I James mean, Woods taught me. That's what the president has taught me, right? Like, he's completely shameless. He rolling deep, though. <laughs> Sorry, I We're was trying to come up with a bit, and I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <What's the bit>? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> With feet wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Get with feet wide, wide open. Watch the, listen to the year in review episode if you don't know where, where that comes from. That was a hot app, y'all. That, that was, was a good, good episode. episode. That was a, good that was a good hot app. app. This one, that's all right. I give it five stars. Yeah. Thanks, Kenny. Sorry, I give it ten stars. <laughs> Thank you. Just like Stuart Little, too. I... Uh, Okay, Kenny, uh, you were pretty quiet during the film. Yeah. I think he hates me after we watched this. Well, Kenny hates well, Aaron, most people. Well, you had opinions, too. I mean, I it, it, it was it's just it's just real warm and fuzzy. And and to me, I don't know why it, it was just it's just it's a spoonful of sugar on top of a spoonful of sugar with a drizzle of honey. And it's just mm, a lot of sweet. And honey. I'm not saying it's that's bad. <laughs> it's not Beta City. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's really sweet and it's just it it's it's a lot to soak in. Yeah. Kenny? Uh, what else do you have to say about the movie, though, <laughs> Olivia? Um, I mean, if I was a character, I'd probably be Margolo. Uh, sure. Yeah. I think I wanted to be Margolo. No, you'd be Snowbell. Well, I know. I'm Snowbell now, but okay. But I feel like I definitely was a Margolo growing up, and I oh. still think I would aspire to be Margolo. Big even dreams, though, yeah. Even though I'm seriously a Snowbell. And you know what? That's okay. Self-acceptance. Yeah. Snowbell's important. He is. He's honestly the undercut hero. He's the unsung hero of this film. That no one can understand, apparently. I'm still upset. I like how he was just like, nobody appreciates me. And then Gina Davis is like, Snowbell, tuna. You want tuna when we get home? And he's like, tuna! <laughs> I, love I love these people. people. 
yeah, I think that's a good bit. That's I think I'm part. Hugh Laurie. Actually, you kind of have that look right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah let me that's take a photo that's for <laughs> yeah. Pose for the social media. I'll make your face look taller. Oh God! <laughs> wow, that works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did not expect that to happen. So, so okay. So you you think you you like Hugh Laurie? Yeah, I like uh, I like Nathan Lane. Uh, oh, hey, you like say the, Gina Davis? You like the sweetness? I love. And that we should Davis. get together. Uh, Kenny, what? I love Melanie Griffith. Genuinely. Okay. Melanie Griffith who plays Margot. I've just been going through uh, the films of Jonathan Demi, keeping up with the Blank Check uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and they just talked about uh, Something Wild, which has Melanie Griffith, which to me feels like a progenitor of all the Manic Pixie Dream Girl movies that will be coming in the 2000s, and she just shows up in, I, I don't know what the hairstyle is, but it's this jet black hairstyle with flat bangs and flat cut everywhere nice. and she just is dressed in tchotchkes comes in a convertible literally out of nowhere and drags this stiff white dude into her convertible it's like she you've got some style come on jeff daniels let's let's go have an adventure and this is Stuart little too <laughs> no this is something uh, wild i'm talking about melanie griffith and uh, there's working girl there's she, working girl which does the same thing so, with, yeah harrison ford yeah uh Great and movie. she's working girl is so good uh let the river run as i always say uh, and just looking at Melanie Griffith's career because she's an actress that had such a big bright star in the 80s and then it just kind of dwindled out. Had a wonderful, long-lasting relationship with uh, Aaron's husband, Antonio Banderas. Oh. On brand. Uh, for real, though, that uh, image from the Doolittle trailer of him looking like a sexy pirate. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen yeah. this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but oh, I wouldn't oh, be boy. surprised. It makes me sweat. It what? was. Uh, I was confused because we were talking Stuart Little. And well, then you said, said Doolittle. Doolittle. And I combined the two. I was like, is there a new Stuart, Stuart Little? Uh, hey, a crossover. Doolittle. Yeah, that'd be a great crossover. Why wasn't Stuart Little in the new Doolittle movie? That's Stuart my. Stuart Doolittle. I mean, he, he can talk to the animals. Stuart well, Little's already talking English. Here's my thing Why wasn't Eddie Murphy in the reboot? Why is Robert Downey Jr. going to steal Eddie Murphy's credit? Because like, I think it's a remake of like the 1960s Dr. Doolittle as opposed yeah. to... The cool family one that everyone loved? Well, except so, that the 1960s Dr. Doolittle was a, a family movie. No, missed opportunity. This one's more whimsical, while Eddie Murphy's is a little more... Uh... Awesome? It is great. It's a fun movie, but it's, uh, it's not as whimsical and... He doesn't have a British accent. Yeah, he brings it. That's the difference. He brings the heart. I mean, if we're talking heart, I kind of feel like this one's going to have a little bit more. If we're being honest. Okay, but this movie, Stuart Little 2, has a whole lot of heart. That's true. Just bringing it back, it's guys. It's all, all the heart. And that diabetes, if it being too sweet. Yeah, it's going to clog those arteries. Oh, can we you. talk about, I told James we would talk about this on the pod, but the mom's ring. The is, emerald cut. It's an emerald cut. So I was teaching James all the different cuts of rings. Yeah, I just I know stopped. princess cut. Yes, princess cut is a little bit more square. Oh, I had the yes. And then you also said that every girl has their favorite type of cut, and you have to figure out that. It's usually kind of like you know you'll it's it's suggested. I mean, what would I know? I'm not like anywhere close to getting engaged, but uh, and I, I just only like kind of started getting a feel now of now that I've been seeing my friends get engaged. Like, mm. oh, what would look good on my finger? My parents like, or my sister knows like she already knows that. Um, the person who like intends to propose to me will one not only have to like pass her like 100 uh, question multiple choice quiz about wow. me, but will also have to like 
Wait, does she there. have that on deck? Like, does she have the quiz ready? She's like no, in, a, in no, her I back pocket she, ready she's, to go. She's definitely like, you know, she definitely wants to do that at some point. It's a Google form. Yes. It's an ongoing Google yes. form. I, no. Yeah, but anyway, like mm. she she said that she would she would be the person that would like approve the ring or like turn it down, you know, before. Anyway, she's the go between. Yes, she's the go between. Okay. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, Kenny just showed me that uh, photo of Antonio Banderas as a pirate. Yeah, he showed me. I love that smolder. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, is it hot in here? nice but anyway i was i was teaching nice. teaching james all the different cuts and i was like it's good to to kind of be aware me um, yow that's because there's a cat in this movie that's why i think that. yeah. <laughs> anyway so it's just kind of good to get a good idea you don't need to know all the specific kinds of cuts but you know round is round yes oval emerald is a little bit more rectangular mm-hmm. um yeah, just how some- important is the cut it, will a girl say no to me if I get the wrong cut? It, okay, it kind of... I'm not getting married to okay, you. This is the wrong here's, diamond here's, cut. Here's, no! Wait, James, this is the one piece of advice that probably you guys should all t- like, take Everyone to shut up. Okay, don't get heart-shaped jewelry. It's tacky. It's lame. Don't what about heart-shaped it. pizza? Heart-shaped pizza is good. But, like, there's also, like, you'll find, like, a heart cut. Don't do it. It's not It's not cute. It's, it's not? No? Yeah, it's, ta- a... it's tacky. Supposedly, it's based off, like, your hand size, right? Like, what's mm-hmm. going to look, like, it's all about the look of, so like, yeah, your like, hand. Little, yeah, little hands. I know listeners on the pod can't see my hands. Take but... a picture of your hands. We'll yes. send pictures of your hands. And then hands. at $12 per month, you get pictures. I don't want to do that. Cause, cause, yeah, oh, cause, it's fine if Aaron does it. Because yeah. I, I like jewelry, too, but I feel like I'm not a ring guy. The only rings that look good on me are turquoise rings, like big chunky turquoise rings. Mm-hmm. But then um, I forget good. them, so I just don't put them on. But I really, I do love jewelry. I used to have my ears pierced, and you have, I used what? To have yeah, had my ears so much pierced. I didn't know about you. Yeah, and uh, my mom called the school because they said I couldn't have them because I was a distraction. Even though I did cartwheels in the middle of the hallway, and that wasn't a distraction. <laughs> um, but. Uh, still, she, still angry about it, buddy. A little bit, and she called, and um, they were like, "Yeah, uh, boys aren't allowed to have earrings." Blah blah blah. That's sexist. Code. It is. And uh, my mom was like, "Why?" William Shakespeare had his ears pierced. Amazing. And, and that was my mom's go-to That's to help me mom. out. It's That's a good one. Wonderful. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, it's wore band-aids the rest of the time. Wow. To have them covered. Yeah. That's incredible. It was dumb. So why don't you like this movie, Kenny? <laughs> Well, what did this movie mean to you? How did you carry the Stuart lessons of Stuart Little to into your life? Well, I, I try to I try to see the best in people. I mean, obviously, I know, like like I said, I know that there can be some downsides to that, but I feel like a connection connection starts with you know honesty and kindness. I feel like you really get to know somebody when um, you treat them with respect, and um, you just you allow people to kind of you know open their hearts to you as well. Uh, I also just, you know, I love focusing on the positive. Um, and I and I say that because like a few months ago, I was going through my own kind of turmoil. And I think it is good to to look for that silver lining. Uh, so it's just it's just really sweet. And then I also I think I think I saw this movie with my grandma in theaters. And my grandma is somebody who I just um, was a big part of my life. And um, she's now been gone, I think, for about a year and a half. And so it just kind of reminds me of her as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think this is a good point to segue to. If you haven't seen Olivia's documentary for 2019, um, go it watch really it. Is I'm great. glad you it's, liked it's, it. It's, it's a lot. I really liked it. 
Um, I didn't realize you've done this for every year. It looks or 2017. It looked yeah, like. yeah, yeah. You see how much better I get at editing too. So. But it it was like I haven't dug into the other ones, but I, I saw I was like oh 2017. I was like oh geez 2018. Like you've been doing this. Okay, I'm, I'm a bad friend. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So, I apologize. Well, y'all, I talk about Shame Watch like in the middle of the documentary. So Thanks. if you really want to like just jump to that, um, but I watched the whole piece. It was good. But the but the 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 backstory of that was like New Year's Eve is has been my favorite holiday for the last few years now. And uh, you know, everybody does like, oh, top nine mm-hmm, photos mm-hmm. of the year. And and I, you know, used to do all those trends like in college or whatever. But 2017 was such a big year for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something kind of cool and use my video editing skills. I'm going to make a movie about it. And then it just kind of became this thing. And I liked it so much. And my friends really enjoyed it. So now I do it like every single year and it's actually become kind of this thing now where if i'm somewhere and i try to be present as always but then i also document so i can decide whether or not i want to use it in the piece but yeah it's just really good and and also like i i try to be real like shame watch has been a highlight of you know it was a highlight of last year and a highlight yes they're all like just super excited right now guys but i just i also just try to like keep it real too i talk about some really deep stuff um just because i feel like on social media which um, sometimes we do only present the best parts of ourselves and I don't want people to get that belief that everything in my life is great. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. tying back to Stuart Little, like it's, <laughs> it's just really good. It, I'm just trying to tie back. Sure. It's just really good to like, you know, to focus on that positive, even if it doesn't feel like it's attainable at that point, know that it is possible. And it's just a really heartwarming movie. It is. And yeah, nothing, Kenny. And there's nothing wrong with it. I haven't and said anything. <laughs> There, and like I said, I know I'm being like the Debbie Downer of, of it being so sweet. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, I don't know. Like, this is the first time I'm seeing it. So I, I imagine if I was a kid and watching it and I had that like lat- latching memory of it's just like, yeah, it teaches you to be, uh, you know, always looking. Because George is kind of an asshole. George is a huge asshole. Yeah. He's a Unlike asshole. Hugh Laurie, who's great. Yeah. And, and so like Stuart's like still seeing the good in him. That's my big bro. That's my brother. And he's still being real cute about it. And I just want to say, I imagine Michael J. Fox is no different than Stuart Little. I imagine he's no. a very, is he a jerk? No, I'm saying like no. Oh you're my gosh, that would make me cry if he was an. If he was an asshole, I'd be. I, oh, I would cringe. As far as I know, he's really cool. He's, he's a really, really cool wonderful guy. guy. He he's had one of the most heartwarming moments on Congress. I think he's a, tr- a I think an American treasure at this point. He was excellent in Scrubs. Season three, my Speaking porcelain god. Michael J. Fox, the Back to the Future episode will eventually. It, it, be it's Patreon. coming up, guys. Aaron, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, do you have the file? Uh, not on me, but oh, so it just needs to okay. Yeah, it just needs to be done. I just need to finish it. In the computer. Yeah, it just needs to be done. Um, But yeah, it's coming out. Um, So it might be Michael J. Fox month. Who knows? Um, But it's, uh, yeah, and I think if I had that lasting memory of it's just a teaching and it's just sweet, it it was just, it's just a very, 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 very sweet movie. And I'm not saying it in a bad way. It's just a very, very sweet movie. That's, I think we've gotten a lot of thoughts on this movie. Yeah, That's if only it. there was one person who would share their thoughts. I actually do want to come back to this part because you talk about documenting so much. Mm-hmm. And I feel so uncomfortable with sharing my life on social media. Mm-hmm. Period, but that's just because I have I I feel so unsafe with people watching me and over commenting on my life becomes not my own and it becomes kind of owned by other people. Uh, that are are close to me that I specifically don't show 
things on social media. Do you do you not have that anxiety about sharing stuff? I mean, like that. It's 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 definitely been a journey. So it wasn't like one day I, I opened up and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna tell everybody all my dark secrets." And it's not even about that either. I think you just as you go and as you kind of experience these different situations in your life, you kind of figure out how to to process them and 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 take away a lot of important lessons. I think I, a big thing that I um, take into account is I share only what I feel comfortable sharing, and I share things that I feel like I've already like kind of uh, evaluated and I've like I've already kind of dealt with i don't really talk about things when i'm still trying to figure stuff out sure Mm. if that makes sense okay um and so it's it's it it, i've been reading this book if uh y'all are fans of Brene brown daring greatly she talks about vulnerability and um really like vulnerability is you share information with people that you have establish a trust with so obviously like with my close friends like with you know off off camera and off pod like i'll probably i would probably be more comfortable telling you like more in a detail about certain things right but i still felt like it was imperative it was very important to to share the fact that like hey yeah i went through this like bad stretch and and i talk about on there like if somebody is experiencing something you know, that's not great. And they won't, they kind of want to start taking those steps to talking to somebody. I talk about therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, I want to provide that encouragement for them. So it, it just depends. It's not for, it's not for everybody. And I sure. think, um, and it is important to have boundaries too. Yeah. Like I, I still have boundaries that I stick by and, um, it's, it's just kind of all about how you're com- like what you're comfortable with. I mean, I know that Aaron and I have a, outrageously similar deal of there are certain members of our family that we can't we can't post anything online or else like it just gets latched on to by them and then just kind of no matter what like if i talk about just yeah i'm excited about a show certain people just kind of latch on to that and it becomes too much of a deal and it's almost like they try to exploit too much of it, and it just becomes cumbersome. Yeah, and yeah. it's just it it the intent of the post lost its intent, and it just becomes a thing that doesn't have to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. I've definitely been there too, and it's definitely been trial and error. So I've had family members who you know extend relatives who just don't understand well why I put like like a fo- post a photo where like I I feel pretty and all that. Like they might think it's too suggestive when really I'm like no, actually I feel really good in my body and I. I'm not trying to flaunt it like in a way that's negative, like, you know, body positive. Yeah. So it's just really just kind of, you know, there's just people who just take it too far. And, um, but anyway, like, I think that vulnerability is, is, is something I wish I could, I, I aspire to get to. Cause like, yeah, like Kenny said, I just, I, I don't post often. And when I post, it's usually just like an HEB thing. Or like a state pride thing. Well, I yeah, I post about the podcast or the podcast. Yeah, uh, but that even then, if I if I don't necessarily even just talk about the podcast, it comes from I I think that underlying fear of what happens if someone discovers it, which is a weird thing no, to say. Yeah. Uh, but then that like this fails to just be my thing, and it gets commandeered by other people, and then soon people are kind of using it to i don't know call call me out yeah like for whatever reason it, it could be used as a smear campaign even though yeah. what i'm i'm putting out there is not there's nothing wrong with it like yeah. the other day i just posted that hgv ranked number one in grocery store retails 
Trader Joe's ain't going to come after me. Like, it, I know that. But it's still at the same point. I'm just like, I don't want to put this out there. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. I don't know. Like, social media is a very weird world to me. And yeah. I know it is, like, it's happening. Like, we have to accept it. Yeah, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. like A it, hot take. Social media. It's it's going on. Be on the lookout. Social media. Flying can you, can you Instagram. Imagine, so this TikTok. movie was like before the social media boom. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine yeah. like how this movie would have been different if social media were a thing? Uh, Stuart that, Little would be vlogging all the time. We'll, we'll cover that in Sir Little 4 when he lives in Austin, Texas and opens up his brewery. No, he's gonna live in Kyle. It's too expensive. Oh so. no! You know what? Cedar he's gonna Park. he's gonna there open go. like a gourmet cheese shop. <gasps> That's uh. racist. Yo, we do. We there is a good cheese shop in town though. Really I is. found one at Mueller. Uh, Anton, no, Anton's not there. But yeah, there's it. There's vegan cheese. Once you once you dive into it's the really world good. of cheese, all hell breaks loose. You start spending twenty dollars on a block. Just just saying. It, it agreed. And then, and then, like, what the cheese pairings is oh, so good. You want like, a cheese party? Like marinated, marinated cherries or a pear spread with cheese. Mm, boy, you didn't answer mm, my boy, cheese yes. party question. I'm down with cheese. I love or a buffalo mozzarella of the wow. gods of the gods. Yes, James, I will gladly have a cheese party. Thank you. Uh, Would we have a cheese party with Stuart Little? He's, oh, he's real nice. He'd be too small. He's too little. We'd give him a cube and that would be like... He's full. Like the marshmallow scene. (gasps) When the family got the big marshmallows, but then Gina Davis, or whatever her name is, uh, gave... Angel. Mrs. Little. Mrs. Little gave Stuart the little marshmallows. The little marshmallows. That's so considerate. You have a girlfriend, stop. I'm just saying she's a wonderful person. Uh, Speaking of wonderful people, a whole bunch of wonderful people got along. And made some critical assessments on the website Rotten Tomatoes, so I think it's time to bring you home uh, with a rousing game of the Rotten Tomatoes game. The Rotten Tomatoes game is based off of the website Rotten Tomatoes, a film review aggregator that takes all submitted film reviews, averages them out by a pass-fail system that assigns a percentage on how many people might think a movie is either fresh or rotten. This is not a score that a film is X percent good. It is only a score of how many people liked it. Uh, So what I will do is ask our esteemed panelists, along with Olivia, who's joining us today, uh, what both the critical score as well as the audience score are on Rotten Tomatoes of Stuart Little 2. Give me that guess without going under. Uh, So starting with uh, James, what is the critical score out of 124 critical reviews of Stuart Little 2? What do you think the approval rating is of this boomy? 57%. 57%. 57%. 57%. Why 57? Uh, I think people think this is a stinker and don't like it. And I think the crunks went, boo. Uh, to which James says, boo it little too. <laughs> I'm uh, famous for my word wit. You know me. Aaron. It's a missed opportunity of a film. Or Stuart Little Boo or Boo it Little Boo. 48. <laughs> Forty-eight percent. Yeah, forty-eight percent. Um, just because, yeah, I think that we asked a lot of questions, and I think those critics would have knocked it down a lot. And also, it was two thousand two. There was a lot going on. Uh, too fast, too furious. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's that's. I think those were the only two releases that year. Too fast, too furious was, which were both two. both sequels. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> Uh, um, both of them with Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> and he's 
hungry. Yeah, he want that cheese. He hungry. Oh, just imagining like Vin Diesel like working under a car, <laughs> and then right next to him is Stuart Little working under a car. <laughs> oh my that's God. a crossover we need. That's, that's Stuart Little four. Uh, <laughs> so Aaron says that Stuart Little is a big stinker. Uh, I did not. I said it. I said big, critics, big stinker, <laughs> and then you hates uh, it forever. Olivia, what do you think uh, the critical score is of Stuart Little two? <laughs> That was good. <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic, and I'm going to say 63%. Oh, 63%. Okay. All right, all right. So it's not technically like a passing grade, but... Um, you hey, know, D's I, pass. Okay, I guess. I was, I was Someone, an A student, so I wouldn't... I wouldn't whoa! Humble brag! Someone was very quick on that D. Yes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I'd like to think that, I guess, with... Um, I talked about this with Max Keeble. There was a lot of stuff going on in 2002, 2003, like with the war in Iraq and all this negativity oh, yeah. and all that. Oh. So, so maybe the war in Iraq hadn't happened yet. It, Afghanistan. We yeah. were just in the one war. Yeah. We, yeah, the F, yeah. There was a lot of turmoil. But yeah. You, you catch my drift. Now like, that you, now that I you're do. saying that, it does make sense that this is I such do. a warm it's movie. It's just like, you know, like, the, like you have critics that are aware of this happiness, but then I think with a lot of, um, we just needed a lot of good family-friendly material, and I think that this hit it hit on the nose. Hit do on the nose. Do y'all remember the Cuban War at the end of uh, Dairy Dancing Two, Havana Nights? The end of Stuart Little Two, Cuban Revolution. That's what I meant. Uh, the Cuban American has a lot of thoughts on that. That's uh, bonus Patreon yeah. content. Let's do the bonus podcast. Olivia has thoughts about the Cuban American. <laughs> it's a twenty-part series. Uh, well. Olivia, I appreciate your optimism, but unfortunately, it is not misplaced. Mm -hmm. It is misplaced because it's not optimistic enough. What? The critical approval rating is 81%. What? Uh, Whoa. Look at all of these sour pusses in front of me. Olivia is delighted. She's glowing. I'm so happy. I mean, you still lost. But it's okay. Where are those A's now, Olivia? Good lord. I'm out for blood. Spoken James like a true D student. <laughs> James is still mad at me because I confused him for that. I, he looked nothing like me. He was 45. He white. He How looked did you know like his you. age? Because I looked at him. Yeah, I think he was wearing a gray polo that day. I was tired, James. It was an accident. Hey, uh, you know what you did. Uh, perhaps your optimism or lack thereof might be a little bit more well-founded with this second go-around. Out of 179,695 audience ratings, Olivia, what do you think the audience approval is of Stuart Little 2? Um, I'm going to have to say... I'm going to kind of keep it within the same range of what critics guess, so maybe 78%. 78%. Aaron, you're a different person than Olivia. What do you have to guess? <laughs> I'ma say I'ma say I'ma say 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 myself What? 84 84% I'ma go high Wow James 43% 43% Why 43% Because there's a lot of parents who would have watched this, these movies And I don't think they particularly liked them Well I don't know It'll keep your kid quiet for an hour and 17 minutes Oh shit minutes. you're right So <laughs> It might be okay. I blocked it. Yeah, but after you've seen it three times, it's old. But would you rather see this or Playmobil? Oh what? God! You know what I mean? Like we still need to watch that. Yeah, well, we do. Playmobil. I don't think we need to watch no. the Playmobil movie because I don't think anyone genuinely likes the Playmobil. We don't movie. know yet. 
okay, when we find the person that likes the Playmobil, whenever we talk with I'm one gonna, of the producers of the Playmobil movie, <laughs> I'm going to watch it and say When we interviewed Daniel Radcliffe, was he in Hey. He Kenan was, Thompson's yeah. in it, too. Yeah, come on the pod, oh, guys. Kenan? From Kenan and Kel? Yeah. Nice. They do a Good Burgers game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Recently watched Sonic. The Hedgehog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The drive-thru? Also that. <laughs> wow, look at it. There's so much light. Can you imagine Sonic Drive-In, the movie? <laughs> uh, I'd go to it. James, you're closest uh, without going under. It's 41%. Ah! <laughs> Take that! That's, uh, that's a huge swing. People hated this movie. Why? Yeah, including me. I didn't like it. What's your favorite charity? <laughs> What's your favorite charity? Oh, am I donating? Oh, I Kenny's donating. Oh. Um, what's my contribute to MetaViver? That's uh, MetaViver. Meta James, write that down for me. That is the uh, nonprofit that raises awareness and uh, provides research funds for men and women who have had a stage four breast cancer. Mm. Oh wow! Uh, that's what my grandmother passed away from. So I, I try to you know support them and and try to you know further their cause. Cool. We'll, we'll link them. So the, they're going to get a big fat $30 donation from hey. Now, Kenny, give me. us one of those. This Kenny movie feels rants. so cynical to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Perhaps I'm using this incorrectly, but to me, this film feels like a hollow cash grab where they are just making a movie because they know that they need to make a movie. The movie looks lovely. I love movies with bright color palette, but the thing that I keep comparing this film to is another movie called Paddington 2 uh, which is just a wonderful movie which has something to say uh, Paddington 2 has things to say and especially given the context of how dour this world is uh, talking about how nice things make right and if you are just polite the world will be polite with you at some point as opposed to this message which it doesn't really make sense uh, Stuart Little has gifts in this world, his gift is being small, but the whole message of the movie is big is just what you want to feel, uh, which doesn't you're you're planting a false message in this character because there are things that he can't do. He can't play soccer. Uh, he can't walk downstairs. He can't whenever he has a thing of popcorn, he has to have such a miniature thing of popcorn. His world is not like our own, and it creates creates greater stratification as opposed to just saying Stuart. Your gifts are so much better. We cannot achieve these things. We can certainly cannot go down the drain. And that could be an emotional catharsis of this character who is struggling to find his own meaning in this in this world. Instead of trying to fit to the human world standards, he sets his own standard. And then with Margolo, he's able to set off on all of these small people adventures that can do small things. It, it, it feels half-baked. It feels like there's just no one thought about things there's too much ham and i love ham boy do i love ham but gina davis seems so over the top nathan lane is dialed up to a 15 and i think it's it's too much it feels like disney channel acting uh because i i feel like there it's just too much as opposed to trying to construct something that would feel reflective of where this character is in his life wow I just have to say, uh, Disney Channel rules. Excellent. Disney Channel rules, Kenny. Old school Disney Channel. Correct. Like, look at the Irish, Smart House, Brink. So you're mad that they didn't talk about that he's Lil and just accept him because he's Lil? Yeah. How would you re- rewrite the screenplay? It would be, like it would be similar to... Uh, 
Aaron. It can't, or, be, it can't be Stuart Biggle. It should be. Uh, there's some magic wizard who's playing, I'll make you big, and Stuart Little's just a people-sized mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's a similar equivalent of uh, Olivia just coming up to me and going, hey, thin's a mindset. Jeez. You can just be thin if you think about it. And I'm just like, okay, okay. You don't have to talk about it, period. I could just be the person that, I'm, that I am. Can you do a hug? No! Also, right. yeah, the listeners should know I would never say that to Kenny, she, but no, she he's would. just setting an example. Okay, yeah. Uh, sorry. I, I would say it, though. Or yeah, if it's like weird. I, <laughs> it's like I came up to you and be like, Kenny, glasses is just a mindset. If you want glasses, just think you have glasses. And Kenny's like, I just, I just, I don't need glasses. We're like, Kenny... It's it's a mindset, man. You, you have glasses on. Just look for the like silver that. linings. Yeah. Yes, but also that's what I want the story to be. It's taking the story as is on its own merits, and it just kind of feels half done. I agree with the reviewer. It just kind of feels like well, the movie's also seventy seven minutes long, and it kind of feels like it's marking time a little bit. Set pieces feel just a little bit too long to me. Uh, but there's, the color palette is really lovely. The color palette's really great. Cool, like two music. Celine, Almost montages. Celine Dion's oh my gosh, Celine Dion. Her her cover of uh, "I'm Alive" like was was the song that closed out the movie, and I just start freaking out because I I stand Celine Dion, and we stand vulnerability. Yes, vulnerability is important. And that's been our episode of Shame Watch. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rock and theme song, and to James to James Garcia for our artwork. Wait, wait, what? James, wait, wait. <laughs> We're gonna play soccer like podcasters. <laughs> uh, for the listener at home, Aaron, as soon high, as Aaron said ho. that, he just went to sleep. Little oh, I've hey, got one. Little, little high, little low, little hey, little ho. That's what they said. That's their, like, that's yeah. their that's Oh, I thought you were gonna do the podcast thing. They're gonna oh, fit podcast in there. Oh, I don't know. Little <laughs> high, low, pot, low, cast, low, low. Aaron, I'm gonna feed you a line. Oh, no, and I'm no. gonna reply. Um, little high, little, oh, like little high, little pod, uh, little hey, little show. Oh, oh that's, that's, good. Good. that's good. I like yeah. that. Little high, little ho, little hey, little po cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. Hey, Aaron, uh, ask me if I've had other podcasts before. <clears throat> hey, James. Yeah, it's uh, me, your buddy. Hey, Aaron. Um, Told me to say this line. Someone say this line for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever had any other podcasts? Hey, I'm podcasting right now. And then I turn off the lights. That was in the movie. That's uh, what Hugh Laurie does. Aaron, I'm going to say a line, and you're going to say, "What do you mean?" After I say this line. Okay. okay. <laughs> what do you mean? No, not yet. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say a line, and then you're going to say, "What do you mean?" And then okay. I'm going to say another line. Okay. Cool. I lost my podcast. What do you mean? I lost my podcast. What else? <laughs> PlayStation 2. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Where's Stuart? He's at podcast rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shame Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Every and wherever pod podcasts has are. A silver lining. Oh, that's oh. good. That's good. Uh, do you have a suggestion, a question, comment, or general tomfoolery? Man, I can't say that. Or general tomfoolery you want to contribute to the pod? Send it our way. Visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at ShameWatchPod so we can talk with you. Snowbell, do you want some podcast? <laughs> I love these people. 
Uh, finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash shamewatch. Tiny little podcast. <laughs> it does cost money to put out superb content like this pod, so even a $1 donation can make a huge difference. Hold on, I have to get the patrons. Yeah, cut that out. <laughs> uh, if, George is, if George is playing, it's like we only have eight podcasts. Kenny Madison of Austin, Texas. Aaron O. Salinas of Austin, Texas. Gene Fight, Bowling Green, Ohio. Alan Smith of Austin, Texas. Bradley McPherson, Tulsa. Okay. <laughs> Jennifer Steinberg of Austin, Texas. Heraclio Gonzalez Jr. Thank you. Of Austin, Texas. Ian Keegan. Of South Dakota. No. What? I didn't write the city. Sioux Falls. Here comes the city. It's not South Dakota. Oh, no. Then why did I write South Dakota next to it? Great question. Is it Iowa? Stand by. (laughs) Ian, we love you. Thank you for supporting us. We want to make sure we get it right, bud. Sorry. Oh, that's right. Boise. Idaho. Right? Boise, Massachusetts. Oh my gosh, speaking of Idaho, I know my next shame watch, Napoleon Dynamite. Ooh. Ooh. Like, y'all. Legit, that's one of the movies that inspired me to be a filmmaker. Okay, yeah. Because my thought was, oh, people in college can make movies? Yeah, fair. Gillette, Wyoming. Gillette, Wyoming? Woo! All right, thanks, Ian. Yeah, that's where they make Gillette. Oh, razors. No, what? Until next time, our watch has ended. Dive at your own risk. With arms, Wyoming. <laughs> With arms, Wyoming. <laughs>